Psalm 25, verses 16 through 18 and 20 through 21. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have multiplied. Free me from my anguish. Look upon my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. For I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me because my hope is in you. Somebody told me recently, and I just can't believe this statistic, but I guess they're talking about adults, but maybe not just adults, but 50% of the country, America, United States, is medicated for anxiety. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know if that's true. I I Mm -hmm. highly doubt it, but I'll bet you it's a big number. Mm -hmm. And I think anxiety is is it comes along I, I i don't know this is not scientific this is just my own well let me start with i am as unanxious a person as you will ever meet <laughs> i run Lord. three four publishing companies and sometimes they don't have enough money to uh, you know to do anything and sometimes they have money and uh and I'm very busy with this uh, part of my life and business, having gone through some of the ups and downs of running a company for 22 years, having sold that company in 19, uh, 2018. I didn't know what I was doing when I sold the company. I didn't realize it was a year before mm-hmm. I was dealing a year, a little more than a year before COVID. If I had kept the company, uh, I think my company would not have survived. And a lot of companies mm-hmm. did not survive. But I didn't sell it out of anxiety. I felt it was time to move. And something had happened in my life over the course of the years where I thought that my compelling mission was all about Jesus Christ and God and not about publishing books. And it's been a very hard transition in a way to go full time doing what you and I are doing here. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is, you know, and, and I came to this conclusion pretty recently that God has a mission for every human being put on the face of this earth. And it always relates to how he is serving the Lord, period. It, it, there is no mm-hmm. other way of looking at it as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And then when I came to that that conclusion about my life and the life of many people like Oswald Chambers and C.S. Lewis and these wonderful writers and Bonhoeffer who had every reason to be anxious and afraid, Mm -hmm. anxiety and fear come together oftentimes. Uh, I lost so much of my fearfulness and I lost so much of my anxiety when I felt I had moved into God's compelling purpose. Mm. And, you know, I don't go brooding this around. It's just this is my life. And, you know, you and I are talking about Psalm 71. And, uh, you know, we read that before we started recording. Yeah. And my concern now is that I have enough time to complete the mission that I am on, which is about the next generation. It's not about my children. It's not about your children. It's about the church. Because the church is a generation away of going away. And, you know, we have an obligation that's huge, but it doesn't fill me with anxiety. 
that is so beautiful. I want to be just like you. Uh, <laughs> but, I, uh, you know, I mean, that's your second I, son. I, I, <laughs> there you go. I'm older than your father. Well, I like what you're saying. <laughs> I like what you're saying about how mission, having a mission in this world does reduce your level of anxiety. I also think that having, knowing that our sins are being dealt with or have been dealt yeah. with on the cross also really reduces our anxiety. The psalmist seems to be connecting that here. In Psalm 25, look upon my affliction and my distress, that's like anxiety, and take away all my sins, for I take refuge in you. Just like you're saying mission, having a mission in this world reduces anxiety. For me, you know, no, okay, I have sins. I know what my sins are, most of them, until, until the Holy Spirit reveals them to me. But I'm not anxious about them necessarily. Um, I want them to go away, but I'm not anxious. It's a different thing because I know that they have been paid for by Jesus on the cross. And I think people who don't know the gospel or don't have a mission, a gospel mission, like you're talking about, then anxiety is going to totally overrun their hearts and their minds. They're going to have racing minds. They're going to be so anxious. They don't know what their purpose is in this world and they don't know what to do with their sin. And that's an anxious place to be. So you want to, dear listener, do you want to reduce your anxiety? believe the gospel, believe that your sins were dealt with on the cross, and then ask God to show you what your gospel mission is in this world. I guarantee you, <laughs> you'll have a less anxious life. Call me in three, try that and call me in three <laughs> years and tell me if you have less anxiety. I, that's something I can guarantee. I, I think another hint on how to look at these things is to start to understand life as story. Uh, story is, yeah, the, you know, a, a, the, the event around human beings, uh, you know, there's mm -hmm. a beginning, middle and end. It's not necessarily ordered that way. But uh, the Bible is God's story. It's not my story. Mm -hmm. I'm in God's story. Now, to move from mm -hmm. treating the Bible as ex extra credit reading is not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you immerse yourself in the Bible on an everyday basis, uh, even if it's four or five minutes, uh it's going to do an amazing amount of work for you in understanding that mm -hmm. you're migrating from my story to God's mm -hmm. story. And I am a player yeah. act. Now you're not a player. You're an actor. Your actions in your life mm -hmm. start to move into his purpose for you, which is the plot of the story leading to right. You know, the to relationship with Jesus Christ, to a relationship with other people, and to influence on the next generation. Yep. yep. 